Pull up a chair, there's safety here. A place to hold the weak, the bold. Let this be a sacred cradle to find you at the holding table. Meet you at the holding table. Hey, welcome to our table, the holding table. I'm Brave Bones. And I'm Mystic Sister. So we just, again, welcome. We're so glad that you're listening and here with us. Um, Our desire for this podcast is to create a space that is safe and welcoming and feels like home Um, and a place where um, you can bring your mess, you can bring your worst or your best. Um, All parts of you are welcome here and we, (laughs) we feel like... It, it's important to be real and it's important to have spaces where you can truly show up as yourself. And that's what we're hoping to do here. So we'll talk about mental and emotional health. We'll talk about real shit and relationships. We'll laugh and cry and kind of bring it all. So And maybe at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be wild. <laughs> um so when we first started talking about doing a podcast probably about a year ago, although I feel like this has been brewing for many years, I know um, we yeah. wanted to do something creative together, whether it was writing music and singing or... Which we've dabbled with. Yes, we have. Um, but we we both knew that we really valued the um, the sacredness that happens when you are just present with somebody hmm. um, in their joys and in their sorrows. Um, and I, I love having people in my home and cooking for people. And that's, I love doing that. And, and, um, but over the years I've realized it's not so much about the food. Like it's not so much about the specific dish or the specific spice or this, you know, bougie, like goat cheese, you know, (laughs) hand milked by Tibetan monks up on a whatever, like it's, it's more about the, but there um, is a spiritual value in that. There is, there is, I do love a good saffron, I will say, but, um, it's so much more about what happens, um, during or after the meal where, and I've noticed it's common where, when I have people in my home and we're eating, I, It's like they come for the meal, but they stay for the real. And I know it's kind of a little cheesy to say, but it really is like people seem to be able to just kind of let their hair down and kind of let their cares or their their underbellies kind of show a little bit. And um, I value that. I really value that. And I feel like it's it's that vulnerability. It's that willingness to do community. It's that that um, like, hey, let's talk about what's hard. And trust that that's okay. And of course, you need to find safe spaces to do that in, of course. But that's really what we want the holding table to be. A safe place. Bring your mess. You can show up with a beautiful salad with shaved Parmesan. Mm. You could show up with a bag of Doritos. You could literally (laughs) show up with nothing. Just Because sometimes we have nothing to give. Um... So throughout this podcast, there'll probably be moments where you hear us chewing and eating because I need to have food involved in basically everything (laughs) I do. Um, 
but yeah, we want to incorporate poetry and song and um, arts and just anything that will, you know, and, and the body and anything that will allow us to more fully exist and take up space as ourselves and as yourselves. Yeah. So we want to welcome people into that. Yeah, we want to invite you into a space. Um, and, and part of this is just a reflection, honestly, of the relationship that and the personal journeys that Aaron and I have cultivated over the last years. Aaron being brave bones. <laughs> um, and we've cultivated over the years and of being friends and doing life. And... Let me tell you, there have been some hard conversations between the two of us. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure just today she told me to stop freaking out. <laughs> um, take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. And it's in those those moments um, of being our truest selves and being able to be true, truly seen and heard. Um, I think that healing and restoration happens and that growth can happen. And so we hope that we can share this space with you. Um, as a means for you to grow more fully into whoever it is that you are or that you're becoming, mm-hmm. um, that you would be able to become more alive and more aware and deepen your senses. Um, I have a real passion for uh, continuing to create places of joy and rest in our lives, and that is done by practicing. Mm-hmm. And so... We hope that while we will, it also helps us create a, a bigger tolerance mm-hmm. or a greater ability to hold the heavy. And so we hope that the holding table, this space, um, that we can do all those things and do it in a way that it holds um, humanity, our own and yours, that it's respectful and honoring of you, where you are, where we are, and, um, and then it also challenges us to move forward, perhaps mm-hmm. um, being curious about the ways that we choose to exist in the world. Yeah, and I would add to that too, like to honor where you are and where you're going and yeah. also honor where you've been. Mm, preach. Um, because where we've been informs so much of where we're at now and it's like life is a puzzle and there's all these different pieces and it's not so much, you know, like in the therapeutic setting, it's really not about finding anyone to blame, but it's about shedding light and, and connecting dots and going, Mm. Oh, that's why this pattern keeps happening in my life. Or, Oh, that's why I tend to, uh, I don't know, for example, isolate or, or try to take up all the space in a room and, you know, get all the attention (laughs) or whatever it may be. Um, it's important to look back and whether that's looking back at our family of origin or, uh, maybe religious culture we were brought up in, or even just our culture as people in the you know developed world. Um, that's important too. So again, like when we say it's all welcome, we're talking about past, present, future. We're talking about dark and light. Mm. Um, we're we're talking about you know rounded edges and sharp edges, um, <laughs> and like it's it's all it's it's a safe place to listen in and to engage with um, some real talk. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. That, that's very rooted in love and, and empathy. So.
Brave Bones, I want to hear more about who are you and why are you right here? Yeah, man. Um, so I, I'm a licensed clinical social worker by profession. Um, I currently work in a correctional setting, so that means I work in a jail with um, individuals who have mental illness. Um, so that's been an interesting um, professional experience. Um, I, I've done some other stuff related to social work as well, um, but currently I provide mental health treatment. Um, and I love the work that I do. It's intense and chaotic and kind of great um, in its own weird, dark way. <laughs> and then I'm also a mama of three. I have a teenager and two grade school kiddos. Um, I'm married. I've been married for at least 1,600 years. <laughs> um, I mean, since, to a wonderful since, man. Yeah, to a wonderful man. I've <laughs> been married since God was a boy. Um, yeah, and just and I, I plan to bring some of that to this podcast too. Just in terms of spoiler spoiler alert, it it takes work, and I'm sorry, but I don't believe the people that say, "Oh, I just got lucky, and we just never have conflict." I'm sorry. <laughs> you I call BS. I don't believe you. I call BS. <laughs> Either that, or some one of you has ulcers, and you're not letting on. Like there's something. You know. Then again, like I will admit, I'm you know my Latina roots flare up, and I'm passionate, and I'm you know mm. I, I can there's I can look back and see how, wow, like my husband and I are we're opposites, and just how it's been like oil and water at times. But now we're starting to learn that we can actually be like oil and vinegar, like a salad dressing, and work pretty well together. See food reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> What else? So I'm also a singer-songwriter. I've been writing music since I was like 12, 42 now. been writing songs forever. Um, I write poetry when I can. Yeah, and I, I'm really, I think eventually my ultimate goal and dream is to really use like expressive therapy techniques in my work. So really encouraging people to use poetry and art and even um, bodily movement and dance as a way of um, working through their pain and their trauma and also just learning how to be and take up space and be present and say, Hey, I'm mm-hmm. here world and I matter. Um, so that's kind of nutshell me. Hold up. You forgot. Or one nut very, bar me. That was nut, nut bar, bar me. you. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did I forget? You forgot about your IMDB. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No, this is not really. No. Thank you. Yeah. I was a kid actor for a little while. You may know me from such commercials as <laughs> Cheese Whiz. It's not just for leftovers. Actually, I don't even know what the little tagline was, but yeah, people. The, I was real. Commercial. It's real life. <laughs> uh, I did a couple sitcoms. You know, I was a. I did voiceover for a children's radio show. I just want to um, keep that fun fact because <laughs> things get really heavy around here. We go deep fast, uh, and I think it's important to keep Cheese Whiz a part of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> actually it's kind of good like with some triscuits you could just like especially when you're you just really like, sad just especially when you're doing whole 30 when you're doing whole 30 oh. sorry Aaron. yeah i'm on the whole 30 diet <laughs> for those of you who are not familiar yeah it just it sucks so just be nice to people like if you run into people that tell you oh i'm doing whole 30 just be nice to them just because nice. they haven't had carbs in a while <laughs> how about this just be nice. Just be nice. Period. Can we just do that? We don't even need to do this podcast. <laughs> All right, podcast. end of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just be nice. Stop being a jerk. We're dumb. So, Mystic Sister. Yeah. Tell me all about it. 
right? So I was a mostly stay-at-home mom for about 12 years. And the last few years, I dabbled in photography during that time and um, worked to try to expand who I was. But my primary focus, um, although not how I intended to move forward in life, um, my primary focus was as a mom Mm. and nurturing those little munchkins. So I have a teenager, new to the teenage world, Mm -hmm. um, and then two elementary-aged kids um, who are incredible and keep me on my toes. And we have the three of us, the four of us, I suppose, the three kids and myself, have so much fun together Mm -hmm. doing life. Mm. And I'm just... If I'm proud of one thing in life, it's the the relationships that the three of us have, the cohesive culture that we've created as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, they call me out on my shit like none other, <laughs> and I'm always shocked by the, Mom, it's not screen time! <laughs> comments. Um, because I feel like I'm pretty good at managing it, just going to be honest. Um, but I love that I've created... We have created a culture in the in my family unit um, where accountability goes both ways. Mm, yeah, always. Um, so yeah, photography has been a big part of my life for a while, and um, painting became a part of my life a few years back. Uh, and then I've moved into this yoga work um, more recently, and in that work. I was able to find my voice, which I didn't really realize was missing from the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I felt like I was just a little more shy or a little more muted. But when I was actually asked to lead a yoga class using my audible voice, there was a tremendous amount of anxiety around that. Not only finding the right words, but then just realizing that I didn't even know how to use volume um, that it it scared me to speak more loudly. And, and for me, when I speak, I really have to tap into the spirit. Know that what I'm saying is coming from that space and not ego. Mm. Um, so with that, um, you know, I grew up in a home that had a radio TV broadcaster in it. That's what my dad did. <laughs> and so as a child, my voice was... For whatever reason, um, criticized, and and as a result, I chose to shut down pretty quickly. So I have spent the better part of the last five years um, trying to find that voice again. And then through yoga, started to learn how to use it and realized that um, there were some very important things that needed to come out, that needed to be shared, um, that I had a unique ability to communicate and so my work today is uh, feels somewhat uh, spread out, um, but it's all connected to this idea of reconnecting people back to themselves, um, to others, and for me, back to God. And I do this work, you know, when I take a picture, I'm always working to capture what's really happening mm-hmm. and show the beauty in those moments. And sometimes they're moments that we would rather not have captured. Um, but I had someone just yesterday who was saying, like, I'd really like you to do my newborn shoot. And she was commenting that she had seen photos of another newborn shoot that I had done. 
and that she noticed that the difference between my photos and someone else's photos that she had observed was that I had a crying baby in my photos. Mm -hmm. And she she said the photo actually caught her off guard because she's so used to seeing things so pretty Mm -hmm. and so neatly tied up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for me, there's just... There is just so much beauty in those cries. Mm -hmm. And there's so much beauty in the things that don't look like the cookie-cutter way that we expected things life to go yeah that the, the, the mess is actually where the good stuff is and so my work today is mostly about helping people find their voices and you know that reconnecting piece mm-hmm. and then moving forward mm-hmm. so um i work currently i work about mm, four different jobs in any given day mm-hmm. one of them's a personal assistant photography <laughs> Um, I teach yoga and, um, I work currently work as a freelance with a marketing agency doing technical editing, (laughs) all sorts of other silly things along those lines. uh, Excel, Excel spreadsheet magic. I do that occasionally. (laughs) Good with the pivot tables. Oh man. So I, um. You're also a singer and music. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's that. Thanks. Mm -hmm. This is why we do this together. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I grew up in a very musical home. Mom and dad both sang up until high school really regularly. And music has always been um, a place that um, has spoken to the deep parts of me. And um, it's something that, that in finding my voice I've really struggled with moving into deeper. But I feel like it's also another part of me that, that is working to expand further. There's just too much, Aaron. Well, and, yeah. There's just too much, I mean, right, Bones? There's just... <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot. But I think each of us has that. And I think, yeah. you know, there could be people listening now that are just like, well, I'm just an accountant. Mm. But hold up. Like, that. that's not the... I mean... That's all, what you do. That's what you do. Yeah. And that we all have a story to bring. We all have experiences yeah. um, that you know I can learn from you and you can learn from me yeah. whether it's oh this is how you handled that difficult situation or oh you're you're a you're an example for me on, on how to just cry yeah um, I'm good at that I'll, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. I could do the ugly cry like yeah. nobody <laughs> it's not dripping the whole night oh, I had someone I've been crying a lot the last few days I had someone like, do you want tissue? I was like, yeah, I've given up on that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <I> just... <laughs> We're in sleep mode. Yeah, I can't. We're in full-blown sleep mode. Yeah. I had a client the other day that had a massive snot bubble <laughs> hanging off the end of his nose. <laughs> and I was like, man, if he like like flings his head to the side, gonna... that thing is going to like a little, like it's going to be like a boomerang situation. <laughs> it's going to smack me. And, like, the hazards of my job. It didn't. It was. We we're pretty safe. We we're good. Okay. But I have a colleague actually whose guy was like weeping and crying and weeping oh. and crying. And remember, this is in a jail setting. Yeah. Some of our clients are very violent criminals. Um, and yeah, I love her. Her social worker's heart. Like the guy is sobbing and weeping mm-hmm. and like, he's he's just he's got moco like boogers coming out of his nose. You can say mocos. And she and she people are gonna be like, watch the hat, moco loco. That's <laughs> that thing I had in Maui. <laughs> Um, We're going to expand their <laughs> vocabulary here. He was mocoso. 
Anyway, so she got up and she like wiped his nose for him. Oh, like not God. like super like yeah. inappropriate weird yeah closely but she was just kind of like hey can i help you because his hands are cuffed behind his back when he's talking to her and so so she she literally wiped his nose for him yeah and she said afterwards she's like i was so grossed out when i was doing that i thought Mm. i was gonna dry heave but i thought (laughs) god i mean the fact that you you were willing to do that and she she made a joke she's like let's be real i just didn't want to look at his boogers coming out Mm -hmm. but i knew like she really felt for this guy you know Mm -hmm. oh man i don't know if my music has never been like, oh, I really want to be on the billboard, whatever, whatever. <laughs> oh, I want to be a celebrity. Like, never, ever. It was, it's, I'm, I'm an artist at heart. Um, and I want to encourage people, like, even if, like I was saying earlier, oh, I'm just an accountant. Like, there's beauty and creativity even in, in the crunching of numbers. And um, there's beauty and creativity in how you have navigated difficult parts of your life. And how, mm. you've, how you've managed to... Um, survive thus far you've had to get creative you've had to figure out ways and and even if those coping ways of coping weren't always perceived as the most healthy your brain came up with that and like and it it served a purpose for you for a time and so I don't know I just I always want to be like hats off human because because life is hard (laughs) and you're still here Mm. um you know and I think we don't I don't think we stop enough to to really marvel at the fact that we're still doing it every yeah. day we're getting yeah. up and it's not easy one of the things that i know aaron and i have uh talked about brave bones and i it's gonna take me a while to so adjust good. So good. um is that we want to be able to create space to pause mm-hmm. and to integrate the things that we're hearing or processing into our minds and bodies and we want this holding table to give us permission to hold space for the things that are awkward to hold space for our own curiosity Mm -hmm. um, to hold space for joy and celebration Mm -hmm. I love it yeah it's all welcome did want to um, share a quote from someone I really look up to. He just passed away this year, Jean Vanier. But one of the things that um, he says in his book, Becoming Human, um, he says, we don't know what to do with our own weakness, but pretend it doesn't exist. How can we welcome fully the weakness of another if we haven't welcomed our own weakness? And I think this just kind of speaks to what we're talking about here that, yeah, we could make the choice to pretend like we haven't had these struggles or pretend that we're not in the midst of struggles right now. Um, but how will that help us be in relationship with the world around us? How will that help us be in relationship with other people? And you made reference to the word reflection, I think, earlier. Mm, mirror. Yeah, A mirror, yeah. 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 So I think... My hope is that what the work that we're doing here will be a sort of a a mirror, a reflection back to people of their own 
brokenness and beauty, yeah. right? Like that it all is welcome at this table. Um, can coexist. It all can coexist. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to show up with your perfect crudite platter, you but know, the, and rainbow order vegetables or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but the flip side to that too is like we have to really sit with our own brokenness yeah. or our own wounding or our own darkness or maybe every single layer of those mm-hmm. um, in order to truly and, and respectfully hold someone else's mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Um, knowing where I begin and where I end and you begin. Um, yeah. And that is um, a really important piece to this work of coming to the table together. Pull up a chair. There's safety here. A place to hold the weak and the bold. Let this be a sacred cradle to find you at the holding table. Whatever, stupid trauma. Sorry, you're recording. Rad.